This episode of Before the Trainwreck podcast is brought to you by the Grondike Soap Company. Guys, I use Tactical Soap and God of War beard oil every single day. Tactical Soap is a handmade natural product made in the United States of America from ingredients you can actually pronounce, not endocrine disrupting chemicals that are going to lower your testosterone. Both the soap and beard oil is infused with bioidentical pheromones that are designed by a clinical psychologist and pheromone expert to maximize attractiveness to the opposite sex. Go visit coopersoap.com and that will automatically apply 10% off your order. Consider grabbing one of the trifecta packs to save even more. If you are a bearded man and want a majestic beard like yours truly, the God of War beard oil is hands down the best beard oil product I've ever used. Gentlemen, this is the most manly handmade soap that we know of. Other soaps are going to get you clean. This one will get you dirty. Again, you're going to want to visit coopersoap.com now and place your order. That's Cooper, C-O-O-P-E-R, soap.com now. All right. We are live. Just got to get the audio levels up there. How are we all doing? What is up? What is up? So, I am stoked. I had an awesome week, and I just did a retreat with a bunch of dudes and um, had a facilitator help us through a bunch of stuff. It was awesome. If you're uh, in my private community, you saw the post I put on the uh, the forum this morning. Uh, go check it out if you're in there. It's definitely worth uh, a assessment. I'll be offering more in the uh, the future, about another month or two. All right, let's get um, what do we got here? Dealing with her friends. So, dude, last week at the end of the show uh, said, "Let's do a show on dealing with girlfriends, friends, more so the difficulty in and around that." How my levels? Is my audio good? Let me know if it's low. Sometimes people complain that they can't hear me. All right. Um, so we've gotten that out of the way. Man, it's going to be an awesome year this year. I am stoked. All right. Let me just show the screen shares up. And tab window. Is it under window? Yeah. Okay. Come on, you pain in the butt. <laughs> uh, no, that's not it. That's the that's the group from this weekend, by the way. That was uh, the crew. Um, that's it. There we go. There we go. All right. Can you guys see that okay on the screen? I'm also going to drop the uh, link. So if you guys are watching us on Twitch, uh, Twitter, Twitter, Facebook, wherever, uh, just hit that link that I just dropped and come on over to YouTube. When you get on over to YouTube, hit the like button for the algorithms. And um, let's see what people got for us here. I know that there's, um, is it too blurry still, Moff? I can go full screen. Is that better? It's a bit small. Can you guys see it? Give me a yes. I'm going to say yes. It looks like it's big enough on my screen. It's taking up half the damn screen. Let's go one more size bigger. Still too small. I can always go full screen if I need to. All right. Where are we? Let's pop it up that way. Let's play read along. <laughs> All right. So this dude physionic says, um, so what I tend to do with these um, shows is some, somebody has a, a topic, a recommended topic. Um, let me just go over here to the channel. Uh, 
it, there's a community tab over here and it, and it, it feeds pretty well into your uh, mobile devices and stuff to get the uh, the polls or anything that I have for questions on coming up shows. So just to keep an eye out for it, if you hit the notification bell, then you won't miss anything. All right. So this dude physionics, you know, responded to this about, you know, dealing with a woman's difficult girlfriend. So this will be me basically, you know, going through these one at a time. I'm not sure how many I'll do. I think we'll get to the point within a few because I think there's really just three scenarios that exist when it comes to dealing with a, a woman's girlfriends, um, dealing with difficult girlfriends. Um, she's either going to want you, she's going to hate you, or she's going to be indifferent about you. Women are hypergamous. We know this. So they're always going to want the bigger, better deal. So if she doesn't have a guy in her life or has a bit of a loser guy in her life and her best friend's guy looks more attractive, better option, women do tend to steal dudes, you know, from their girlfriends or they'll, or they'll sleep with them or they'll, you know, pull any number of things. So it's an either a desire thing like she wants him, it's she hates him, which is the other side of the spectrum where she's basically just going to talk shit about the guy. He's a loser. You can do better, girl. Uh, he's too short, too fat, too ugly, too bald, too hairy, too whatever, you know, she wants to insert, but apparently he's not good enough and she wants her to leave the dude or to go find something better. This often happens with women when they live miserable lives and they have nothing going on. Then what they'll tend to do is like, I want her to be miserable too. I know he's a good guy, but I'm going to make up a bunch of shit and I'm going to get her to bounce with me so we can go back to the nightclubs and dance on bars together. So there's option one. She wants him, she hates him, or she's indifferent. Um, so let's take a look at what guys are all saying over here. So physionic. I uh, once got into an argument with a girlfriend of mine that lasted, I'll go full screen. I know some of you guys can't see it. Uh, that lasted eight plus hours on my birthday. When we finally reached a conclusion, she decided to go to the other room in my apartment and call her girlfriends. Her friends told her I was a cruel person. You'll get that. Um <laughs> Why? I mean, I always tell you guys, you want to consider the source, you know, would you walk a mile in their shoes? You know, do they look like they know what they're talking about sort of thing? And taking advice from a bunch of other girls calling you a cruel person. This generally happens, by the way, you generally get, get, get called a cruel person. If you set boundaries, he's a big meanie, right? Because he won't let you post provocative pictures on Instagram. He's a cruel person. He's too controlling or something like that, right? And then goes on to say uh, that she should break up with me along with many other insults. Yeah, it, it, you know, like I said earlier, it always follows with insults, you know? So this one falls into the hate him category. So, you know, the insults will be something like he's a dork, he's broke, he's ugly, he, whatever. You know, they're going to make up something. Uh, this influenced her to start another fight about an hour later where she called me all the names her friends had mentioned. I sat silently as I listened. Then I got up, threw out the dinner I prepared for both of us, and kicked her out of my apartment and life. That's what I'm talking about. That's how you respond. She begged me not to break up with her, but she unfortunately listened to her friends and I and it lost her. By her own admission, the best relationship she ever had. My advice is vet her friends just as much as you vet her. Do they disagree with her? Or do they only enable her emotional outbursts? If so, it's a deal breaker, lesson learned. All right, this guy's red-pilled as fuck. He must have read my book. This dude's unplugged. This is this is exactly like if he were to call in and say this is what happened, that's essentially what I would have told him to do. 
All right, let's see what Joe has over here. And I'm going to move back and forth to the screens. I know there's a bunch of guys over here in the live chat, but I'm going to get to uh, some of the questions there. The super chats pop easier for me to pull out. Uh, Joe says, my biggest struggle, or better yet, lesson learned, was believing that my ex wasn't the good girl of the group. All right, so we've, you know, we've got this dynamic of, you know, birds of a feather flock together, yeah? It's true. And you're always going to become the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. So... This guy over here, Joe, is saying, or better yet, lesson learned, was believing that my ex was, uh, wasn't the good girl of the group. Let's go back to the full screen. The good girl. If her friends are promiscuous, you, can get, you guarantee it. She's going to be promiscuous too. It's not often that you've got five women that are total garden tools and then the sixth is like a prude, a virgin prude. doesn't usually happen. Again, birds of a feather flock together, right? She would talk about her two or three best friends being a certain way, but painted herself as the noble angel. My best friends are doing this, that, and the other thing. I'll tell you what, I've, I've seen this movie a dozen times. I have. I've seen this movie a lot. You know, <laughs> you go out with her and she's like, oh, Becky is such a promiscuous blah, blah, blah. And Nancy does this with all the guys in the bar and so-and-so is doing that in the bathroom sort of thing. They're just blah, blah, blah. And as he points over here, the noble angel, I'm the noble angel. I'm not like those other girls. Sure. Why are you hanging out with them then? Ho? goes on to say, went to a girl's, sorry, went on a girl's trip to Jupiter, Florida, came back and the Virginia was loose. <laughs> Look at the language he uses. Literally the things you learn over the years from being, <laughs> what did she get it on with? <laughs> Freaking hippopotamus dude. Um, the things you learn over the years from being in an LTR is painful and phenomenal at the same time. Put yourself first, like these creators say. You don't have to be a narcissistic prick. Just don't put your career, your hobbies, or move somewhere you don't want to go for a girl. It never ends well. He's absolutely right. Dude is also unplugged. That's how it goes. Let's see what Doug's got to say. Dougie boy. Speaking of Dougie boy, did you guys see the new Raptor? Bronco Raptor? It just got... Revealed today, I was watching Doug DeMuro doing a walk around on it. Daddy likes. Anyway, Doug here says, basically all my last ex's friends were intersectional feminists. What the hell is an intersexual feminist? Like, anyway, uh, she wasn't always like them, but eventually brought up their rhetoric. We got into an argument and she started spouting all the man-hating feminist BS. I told, yeah, that usually boils, boils down to the patriarchy, oppression, blah, 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 you know, the standard stuff. So you can't, you know, you can't please those women. I mean, I, I explicitly say in my book, in the 20 red flag chapters, not to mess with women like that. It's about a man hating, blah, blah, blah. She didn't. So I left. If her friends are shitty people, she will eventually become just like them. Back to my point, you will become the average of the five people you spend the most time with. You guys know exactly what I'm talking about. All right, let's see what Igor's got here for us. There we go. Sorry, I'm going to go back full screen. Where's it full screen? There we go. Story time. My now wife of 15 years and I met when our common friend, female, relevant to the story, introduced us to each other. We started dating as soon and soon practically forgot about that friend. She became very jealous, told my then girlfriend that I'm a womanizer and that I'd bang every girl I meet and that she was just one of many. Why would you introduce your friend to a guy like that? You know, if you're so good and wholesome and all that sort of stuff. We cut contact with her completely. And now the climax of the story, 
I had been friend zoned by that girl for like a year or more at that time. So he wanted to get with the girl. The girl didn't want to get with the friend zone boy, introduces friend zone boy to another girl, and then starts making up stories about friend zone boy being a player. <laughs> uh, she hates the dude. She just, whatever. Let's see what Bill's got to say for us. Um, my only struggle was realizing that the opinion of my girlfriend's friends of me was irrelevant. After several learning experiences, I learned not to give a deep. If my girlfriend wants to listen to the jaded and biased opinions of her relationship bankrupt friends, and they often are, I mean, they are a train wreck, you know, like imagine taking the advice of somebody living a train wreck life, but that's what women do, right? Because they're, they're very, it's not even tribal. They're just clicky, you know? Like I've seen women maintain friendships with utter and complete losers from their high school years just because, well, I had known Becky for so long. So, you know, I can't exclude her from the circle. That's what women do, right? They allow these anchors in their lives. I tell, I tell guys all the time, anchors are sales, right? Sales fill with wind, take you to your next passage, anchors hold you back. Women are real bad with anchors. I'll just keep Becky around because, you know, she's part of the social group and I've known her since high school. Meanwhile, she's moved on, making a quarter million dollars here, doing something with her life, has a happy marriage with a dude, but, you know, Becky's holding things back because she's a nerd, but let's keep her in the circle. It's not just guys that complicate their lives and justify why. Women do it too. My last go around, I call a group of her friends the Bitter Bitches Club. <laughs> <laughs> and she, and she said she wasn't just a member, but the president ended that relationship, changed my career So I'm blissfully happy. Oh yeah. Those boss girls, you can go girl, you know, more than me. And I admire the help you give other men not to settle. It's hard and real. Enjoy your content very much. Alpha lives matter. Unplug lives matter. Router. I had a girlfriend that had a lot of girlfriends that liked to party, were into drugs, or were sleeping around frequently. As a result, she was constantly tempted to join them and constantly mocking for having and constantly mocked for having a boring life. You know, guys, the way that this dude at the top here handled it, okay, where he basically said I threw out the dinner and I sent her off. Personally, that's my favorite response mechanism. Other guys are gonna wanna argue, negotiate, deal with like, why, why would you want to unnecessarily complicate your life? You know, it's one of the things that drives me nuts about men. Like I see guys do it all the time. I like her and she's got a relationship with my kids and da, 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 sort of thing. And it's like, yeah, but she's toxic. Yeah, I know. But da, 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 da. yeah, but that sounds like a lot of work. Yeah, I know. But da, 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 da. don't do that. Don't do that. I mean, do it if you want. All I'm saying is, I don't do that. Why would you want to complicate your life unnecessarily? Be like, what's this, what's this dude's name again? Physionic. <clears throat> what else we got here? I like to party and drugs. We covered that one. If she has a lot of difficult friends, there's a good chance she's going to be difficult as well. Be careful. A wise man once said, show me your five best friends and I'll show you who you are. Absolutely. I once had an argument with a lady on Facebook years ago, a stupid argument. She said, why would you argue with a woman on Facebook? Oh, guys, stop arguing with women, especially on social media. Don't argue with anybody on social media. 
Morons, most of them. A stupid argument she started because I said congrats to another guy for his job promotion. All right, so dude says congrats to a guy on Facebook for his job promotion, and then she initiates an argument. Yes, she read that right. Next thing I know, three people on her friends list are online bashing me over this BS that she started. My point is that if you guys can avoid a woman who spends a lot of time on social media with her 3,000 friends, you are much better off. Hey, look, you know, anybody that spends too much time on social media arguing with other people, you don't want them around you, trust me. Get away from the gossipy bull crap. How to deal with a woman's difficult girlfriends? Don't. Birds of a feather flock together. Isn't that what I said? If she doesn't already have a respectable friend group, she's not worthy of a committed relationship. The headache is not worth the upkeep. Spinner is a plate. Friends with benefits. Whatever it is that you want to do, you just don't invite. A woman that's got difficult girlfriends should not be invited into your life. Simple as that. If she hangs out with five losers, she's going to be the six. Simple as that. Why would you invite that in your life? You're just going to unnecessarily complicate it. And then you're going to be like, I don't understand, Rich. My life's complicated. What's going on? It's like, dude, wake up. What's Corey got? Corey Smith says, I learned that a woman who is who she hangs out with. Yep. Doesn't matter how she acts in front of you. She can go back to being like them in a heartbeat. She was that way before you met her. She'll be that way after you're gone. Put yourself first and listen to your instincts. Word. They're pretty much saying all the same thing. LSG, I have made it very clear how I feel about my girlfriend's friends since the beginning and thought and throughout our relationship. Some of her friends are just so stupid, it's not even funny. We are the only, sorry, we are one of the only couples, both of our friend groups that aren't married or have kids. And holy Christ, the shit show that, (laughs) the shit show that came out of her friends are going through right now is comical. I love when I can say called it every damn time. It's also funny. Our friends keep pressuring us to buy a house and have kids and blah, 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 when they know that we are trying to become financially set first. I'm also building, working on my business and the way people judge you instead of, yeah. You know, it's interesting because people will often say, you know, well, why don't you buy a house and when are you going to have kids and when are you going to get married and blah, 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 blah. And I see all these married people, all these married couples, okay, that are like, when are you going to get married? No, 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 no. You just put a ring on her finger. No, no, no. But the truth of the matter is, is they're all freaking miserable. I've I've literally gone through this exercise of going through my uh, contact list. I mean, you could do it on Facebook. You could do it anywhere. And take a look at all the people that you know. Like, you know, like you know them, right? Like you've met their, 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 their family, their girlfriend, their wives, and you know, their kids. Like, you know where they do for a living. Like, they're friends. Like, you actually know them, like, in real life. And then take an inventory of how many of them are actually happy in these marriages and these long-term live-in type of relationships. And there's a distinct difference in that ratio versus the people that are not living together. Girlfriends are always better than wives, right? When people start living together and they get married and they have kids, the misery level goes up. And I tell you, the encouragement that, that you see and hear here, I think there's an underlying need for them to want to see other people miserable too, if I'm being honest. That's just what it looks like for the most part. You tell me in the comments, right? All right, let's see what we got here. I just, what I usually do with these is I'll just go through them and I'll heart the ones that are probably worthy of reading on the screen. It looks like I got to most of them. So anyway, there you have it. Let's uh, remove and throw this back over here. All right, let's see what we got going on here. So if you guys wanna hop in and ask a question, 
Uh, we'll move over to do some Q&A. Let's get the invite link. And we'll drop in the live chat, which is going here. So again, if you're watching this elsewhere on the internets, come over to YouTube. That's where the live chat is. Do, do, do. Okay. There we go. So there's a StreamYard link there, and I will pin it to the top of the chat in the live show. And you may ask a question. Let me get my headphones in. Get the damn headphones in. Imagine listening. There's my boy, Moff. Let me just take a look at these comments here. Imagine listening to a chick you're not even being intimate with. Be like Moff. Don't argue. Jaren says, don't argue, demonstrate hanging out with party girls is a no-go for relationships. Yeah. I mean, if you want to, if you want to have fun, hang out with party girls. If you want a chick that's a compliment to your life, that's, that's not where you're going to find her. Uh, demote her back to a plate and tell her to hit you up for fun only. Problem solved. Bingo. The president of the bitter bitches. <laughs> Some of the stuff people write is hilarious. Uh, we got a Bronco Raptor in the chat. Yes, sir. Absolutely. But get it for yourself, not for her. <laughs> An eight hour argument. Any arguing is too much. Try girls who date me. Don't do X or I don't date girls who do Y. That's pretty much how you handle it. I don't date. I don't deal with women or I don't date girls that do this, right? It's as simple as that. Eight hour argument is insane. You know, for him to actually put up for the eight hour argument. Let her make the phone call. Come back and try to argue for another hour. Like you're literally spending half your waking hours on an argument. Don't even invite her to leave. Just show her the door. <sighs> That's the door. Walk through it. An invitation's too knife. Hey, Moff. I'll pull you in a sec. Give me a sec here. Let's see if I miss anything else here. Let me see if there's anything. Yeah. What's up, buddy? Yo, yo. Yo, yo, Ma. What's up? Oh, I've got a great story, man. It's been too long since I've got on here and chopped it up with you. So I had to come on tonight. It's been a minute. What's the word, Big Bird? Oh, man. So this is a little bit of a story, but hopefully it'll address the topic and you guys will uh, learn from my mistakes and not do what I did. So this goes back to my previous LTR, uh, the girl that I dated right before I became red pilled. We had the apartment, the dog, white picket fence dreams, names of kids all picked out that whole thing, right? The whole the next 30, 40 years of our lives already. Uh, names of kids out. even. Oh, dude. Again, dude, yeah, that's, that's pretty serious. Yeah. I mean, it was, we knew she, we knew like the date she wanted to get engaged. We had a whole plan for it. I mean, everything. Why did she bounce on you again? It was just, it was uh, betatization, thousand concessions. It was doormat. It was COVID, letting myself go. Yeah. Um, and also like, I just didn't want to put up with her BS anymore, but I didn't really have a choice to, to leave. I was kind of stuck. Uh, so early on in the relationship, it was actually a couple of weeks that we dated before she introduced me to her friends and she was in a sorority in college. And so, you know how those women are obsessed with each other and they're just in the comment section on the Instagram. Oh my God, queen, like slay me, fire me, you're so hot, all yeah. this BS. And so <laughs> she introduced me and it got to a point where I was still blue pilled and I was like nervous to meet some like 23 year old broads and like, oh, I hope they like me. 
And so, you know, I met them and, and she had told me, basically I'd found out that this girl that she had lived with her roommate, her BFF, she was obsessed with this girl. She had told me at one point, she's like, this girl's the epitome of everything I wish I could be. I, she looks how I want to look. She gets all the attention I wish I could have. Mm-hmm. Um, and so a couple of weeks after we had met, I'd been coming over there, place a little more and everything had been fine. She calls me and she goes, hey, I'm not going to say her name. XYZ uh, told me that, you know, there's some things that she was bothered with by you. And I was like, what are we talking about? She's like, well, and like there was a very list of three or four extremely innocuous things. And then she said something along the lines of like, well, I'm like, okay, why are you telling me this? She's like, well, I'm not saying I want to break up, but I really care about their opinions. And I'm like, okay, you're thinking about the word breakup, like literally came out of your mouth just now because of the opinion of some of this chick who doesn't even know me. What were the grievances that she was raising? Man, I think it was like shit that I was like, I sang in the shower too loud when I came over there one time, or they they all had like a shared apartment. It was like a one bedroom with a huge room that they had put up a, a wall. That's kind of dorky thing to do is be sh- like singing loud in a, a shower. Like yeah, but like what I mean, I was like whatever. Um, okay, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it is. I agree. What else? What else? Um, but like not loud enough where I thought they could hear me. But what else? I think that like I came into the living room or like the kitchen to get some water and she was like the chick was watching tv but didn't have like any pants on i was like okay like i didn't like i'm here you know i'm here like i'm not walking in on you watching you don't have pants on there's company here i don't know what i'm gonna do so just like very very things i'm like this is not a big deal i didn't like make a pass at her so so you're a bad person for walking through the room to get water because she didn't have essentially essentially and so then i go you need to get rid of that guy girl so we can go out yeah. again together, right? And, and I was like, was well... It? Was that it? Essentially, what I, I realized was happening was my girl at the time, before she met me, and even so even now, she was very depressed. She was on a bunch of SSRIs. Like, her pill bottle was more full oh, than boy. a psych ward patient. But I knew that, you know, this girl enjoyed having... Being a crutch for, like, my girlfriend at the time. Not only that, but she was it was the crabs in the bucket. It was because my girl was so unhappy because her life was such a mess. This other chick felt validated and felt much better about herself because like, well, at least that's not my life. At least I'm not, you know, crying myself to sleep every night. But then when her life started to get better and she saw me coming around and she was happier, then she's no longer like doing so great. Now she's like, why is she happy? I'm not happy. Well, I need her to be unhappy. Mm. This all culminated in another phone call where my girl called me and she's like, at that point, after that phone call, I'm like, this girl's my enemy. Like, we're done. Like, I'm no, you're you're trying to sabotage my relationship. Like, we're, we're done. I'm never talking to you again. Well, they were having a housewarming party about a week or two later. And my girl calls me and she's like, hey, uh, I need you to basically go out of your way to go talk to XYZ and, like, make nice with her. And I was like, no. I'm like, you can't force two people to have a relationship. I know that she's important to you. I'm obviously important to you. And I'll be cordial. I'll say hello to her if I see her. If I pass in the hallway, I'll say what's up. But you can't force me to go and try to like make, first of all, I didn't do anything wrong. And two, like, what am I going to talk to her about? And so that this was like probably the, the, the beginning of the long laundry list of shit tests that I didn't pass. This was the very first one. And I just said, no. And she goes, okay, well, then if you can't do that, then don't even come. I don't want you there. And what do you think I did? You went anyway. Okay. 
I'll make nice with her. I'll do it, whatever you say. And eventually it was fine. Um, but that was something where it was like, this was a perfect scenario where this woman who doesn't even know me is trying to sabotage my relationship because she's unhappy with where her life is. And this was a common occurrence. So what would you do in mm -hmm. hindsight if that, if that happened again? When I got the phone call about, hey, she brought up some problems. I'm not saying I want to break up, but there's some issues. And I would have said, okay, does her opinion matter you to, to does her, how much does her opinion matter? The fact that you would even consider this? I wouldn't even ask her the question. I would say if her opinion of me matters so much that you would even consider ending a relationship with me, like we, we can go ahead and just be done. That's okay. Nice knowing you. Enjoy your relationship with what's her name uh, because we're, at, we're done. And I would have ended it right there. Mm. And if I didn't, if, if I wouldn't have done that, I wouldn't have gone to the party. What a soft next did. I mean, I, I probably would have, should have broken up right there when she called me saying, my friends don't like you and I don't know what to do. It's like, I'll make it really easy for you. We're done. And that would have been it. But without Very that, wouldn't have found the red pill, wouldn't have read the stuff, wouldn't be here today. So it can't be all bad. Yeah, there's always a silver lining in every, you know, bullshit that happens to guys. It's it's just, you know, you have to embrace it. So anyway, mm -hmm. man, I'm glad you got through. That's a great story. Um, if you guys want to catch up with Moff and Jaron, they'll be on stereo after the show. Uh, just download the app stereo and look for Moff as you see it up yeah, on the stereo, screen. Stereo.com slash Moff. I put, forgot to put the dot com. Come chop it up with us afterwards, guys. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. All right. See you, bud. All right. We got a bunch of people piling in here. Uh, Axel got a story from high school, uh, Mateus, Greg, I think Greg, you were the one that made this topic suggestion last week, right? Just nod your head if that was you. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm going to pull Greg in first cause this was kind of his thing and then we'll pull in the others, uh, add to stream. What's up buddy. So this was your idea. What's going on, man. So yeah, I've, um, first time I've kind of chimed in here. So maybe a little new to me. Um, I had. You're getting yeah, feedback. You're going to have to turn down. Just just kill the audio playing on the YouTube. Okay. There you so go. Basically, I was um, married about five years ago. And prior to that, in my early 20s, uh, dating my then-to-be wife or ex-wife, uh, ran into a situation with her uh, best friend. Ultimately, they parted ways. Um, went along happily ever after. And then the, the friend came back around a couple years ago. I was dating a younger girl, uh, had one of her girlfriends who was just an alcoholic, uh, both of which at that time were 26. I'm about 10 years older than them. Um, you know, and the girlfriend, my girlfriend at that time saw that there was an issue, but it took a couple months, three or four months of just trying to express to her the toxicity of her friends and how it was affecting us things didn't work out ultimately down the road two years later. And then more recently, about three or four months ago, I was dating a, actually we ended up about, a, we ended about a month ago, but through the course of this five or six months, she had this uh, very thirsty girlfriend that would come into town um, once every couple of months and, and require all of her, her time and effort uh, to go out and, and um, hunt the bars and whatnot. And, you know, everything is, was great until, these other friends uh, got involved. And, you know, it's easy to say there's a lot, you know, that those are red flags, but those are only red flags when those individuals are here in town or uh, immersing themselves in the relationship. Outside of that, everything is great. You know, so 
ultimately at this point I drew a line in the sand. I said, I'm not dealing with your crappy friends anymore. And, you know, we, uh, I said, come get your stuff. Um, you know, I guess the question really is at what line or what part of the relationship or dating experience do you put it back on the girl you're dating or try to be, you know, I don't say more alpha, but kind of be, you do it from the get-go, man. Like as soon as you decide that her friends are going to be a problem, either because, you know, they want you, you got to pause your YouTube, dude, because I'm getting feedback and everybody else can hear it as well. So just stay on the StreamYard uh, window only. Greg? There you go. Good. So, I mean, like she's either going to want you, she's going to hate you, or she's going to be indifferent to you, right? So if you discover that she's problematic to you, I mean, if you want to bounce from girl to girl, I mean, like, you know, a girl that that wants you, that is a friend of the girl that you're dating, is ideal. I mean, let, that's some covert stuff. But I'm, but from what I'm hearing from you, you want to deal with women that have a good network of, of friends, and that's all that you're looking for. So as soon as you identify there's a problem in the in the uh, the group, a problem, several problems, or all problems, you know, for example, you have to just basically straight up tell her. Hey, you know, you're cute and all and I have fun, but I don't deal with women that have friends like that. All right. So if those people are important to you, have fun. You know, I'm just not going to invite you into my life. You know, if you want to hang out on Wednesday nights and FWB it up, have fun. You know, it's as simple as that. But you don't you don't get married to her. You don't engage her. You don't make her your girlfriend. You don't introduce her your family because all that's going to end up happening is you're going to have problems. Yeah, I think, you know, where I went, went wrong was trying to take the higher road, you know, and. There's no, there's no taking the high road with women. You know, women have heard their entire life. You do what's right for you, girl. And men have been told their entire life. You do what's right. Right. So there's a big difference there. And there's a lesson that you got to learn. And, you know, the, the sooner that you can put yourself first, like the sooner that you can put your own interest first and you can make yourself your own mental point of origin, the less that you're going to tolerate this, you know, until it just goes away. Right. Like the next time it shows up, you're just going to be like, no, I'm good. I'm not even going to. I'm not even going to watch that movie before. I mean, it happens to me all the time, right? Like I'll sit down and I'll go watch some Netflix. And then like within the first five or 10 minutes of the show, there's some toxic feminist rhetoric or there's some like 110 pound chick that's throwing around a 300 pound guy like he's nothing. And just like, okay, come on. Like really, you know, next show sort of thing, right? Like as soon as you see, you know, the trailer and you don't like it, then you sign off. You go watch something else. Fair enough. I mean, yeah, that's... How'd you come up with my Milopolis? You don't look too Greek. <laughs> yeah. Down here in, uh, in, uh, down here in Miami. So I'm actually Cuban and Greek, so... Cuban, Greek. That's that's quite the Yeah, mix, a little yeah. far away from... Uh... My mom was Greek, obviously, and my uh, dad was English. That's how I ended up with Cooper. But my but my boys at work used to call me Cooperopolis. Yeah, I wanted to see that probably on here. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I think ultimately it, that, that, uh, that ship has sailed... Um, her friend clearly is the priority and you know, it is what it is. One Simple day, as that. Yeah. You just let her go, man. But if you have more options and you don't care, right. I mean, if yeah. you have other women that are like, you know, digging your vibe and you're talking them, you're chatting them up, you're seeing them, whatever, you're just going to be like, Hey, you know what? If those, if those women are important to you, then you carry on. Right. But I don't date women that have a, a network of friends that are like that. Fair enough. And cool. then last quick question, car correlate. I have a, a GTS, a, the AMG GTS, and I'm just trying to decide if I sell it and go with a 68 Camaro SS convertible. 68 Camaro is a very different car from the AMG I know. GTS. What's the move for it's, the... Uh... It's going to drive like shit, man. You're going to hate the old Camaro. 
You're going to hate it. They, they drive like dog shit. I like <clears throat> personally, I like the look of old muscle cars. Like my favorite yeah. is a boss 429 Mustang. <clears throat> Excuse me. But I would only get one if I could rest them. Rest them. <clears throat> Hang on. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take my six feet real quick from the. Uh... Yeah, you might get COVID. <laughs> Stand back, dude. <clears throat> no, you want to resto mod it, right? Like if you get an old yeah. muscle car, resto mod it so that you modernize the engine and the drivetrain and the brakes and the suspension. So it looks badass and old, but it's got like newer technology <laughs> under it. That's the way that I would do it personally. But AMG GTR, I'd keep it. A friend of mine has one of those cars. It is fast. Like I was chasing him down with a 720 and I, I, I couldn't pass him. I couldn't get him. So keep oh. it, enjoy it. Thanks. All right, Appreciate man. I'll see you later. It. Cheers. All right. Let's see what we got. This uh, super chat. If you have an impressionable woman, her friends will have more influence over your relationship than you can ever manage. And uh, they operate in group think. Yeah. You know, the, su- you know, the sisterhood, the sisterhood is a very powerful unified force. <laughs> it is. It really is. All right. Let's see what uh, Mateus has for us here uh at stream all right what's shaking my man you're 21 year old graduating from college what's the word uh not much uh to relate it back to the show uh when i was in high school um senior year i had this girl who uh was really impressionable and her friends would call me all kinds of names all the time and i'm not dating her anymore but Mm -hmm. i am in a relationship now got into it before i started viewing your content and um when I started doing it, I kind of regretted it. I'm not sure. Dude, if I, I like how you like cleverly placed the book in the background there. Figure I should show you. I actually did read it. You know, I read it I like a couple that. weeks ago for the first time. Super like good that. book. Good yeah. stuff. Sorry, carry on. Uh, but I'm just uh, I'm in the headspace of I don't know. The more I hear from the community and whatnot, when I watch your stream, I just think maybe I should be single for some more time before I get in an LTR and i yeah i mean like generally speaking the rule is you don't want to tie yourself down in your 20s it's like it's just not a good use of your time right i mean you're setting the foundation for your life women get in the way men don't have a lot of frame you know in an ltr they often go through beta ties like almost every guy in his 20s if they get into an ltr because they don't understand how women operate and how they beta ties men will just go through the process and you know two three years down the road you know you get a story like Moff story where you get shit on for walking across the room to get water because her roommate's sitting there wearing her panties. No, like that's going to be your fault basically. So yeah. yeah, Um, I would, I would get your head around, you know, how everything works, obviously unplug fully. I'm not saying don't date women, don't have a FWB, don't whatever, just don't tie yourself down to one chick right now. Like, you know, these are the years for you to get some exposure and grow as a guy and lay the foundation for the kind of life that you want to live. And, I mean, unless a woman is a clear compliment to your life right now, what's the rush? Like, what do you need to check for? Yeah, yeah, that makes complete sense. Um, we're also doing a distance relationship because we met through a mutual friend. And I don't know. That's okay, so you're seeing a check on a, long, on a long distance? Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. not a relationship. <laughs> that's fair. So how far away are you? Um, cross country. So how often do you see her? Uh, three to four months. I fly out for a week or two. And how often do you talk to her? We talk every day pretty consistently. Um, but lately it's just been, I don't know. It, it just hasn't been what it was in the beginning. So that's why I've been questioning it, I think. Is she your girlfriend? Yeah, yeah. We're together. 
And why are you questioning it? Um, I guess uh, the be the easiest way to go to say it is she's just um, picking fights that shouldn't be fights, in my opinion. And what kind she's... of fights is she picking? Like, if I go out with my friends for a couple hours, right? Let's say, like, four or five hours I'm out with friends. I don't text her at all. She'll be mad that she didn't get time with me when I told her before that I'd be out with friends. Um, and I'm not, it's not like I'm going out and partying. I'm just hanging out with my buddies. Yeah, but she wants to control your every, every move, and she's all the way across the country. This isn't your wife. This is not the mother of your children. How do you think she's going to act if she's married to you and you guys have kids together? You're not even allowed to go out with your friends. That's a good point. <laughs> and and on top of that, you're not even banging this chick because she's all the way across the country. Definitely misses the physical aspect. Yeah, why sure. why would you why would you let that scenario happen in your life? Why would you let a woman control you that's all the way across the country that you're not even able to be intimate with, but she's controlling your life? Why would you do that? Um she's she has a lot of green you had talked about green flags last week or I don't mm -hmm. know two weeks ago, but it she has a lot of great things going on for her and I don't know. She was definitely a compliment to my life in terms of, I don't know. She's the best girl I've met. Not to say she's a unicorn or anything. I don't believe in that. But she's Why does a, she live so far away from you again? Uh, we met through a mutual friend that I have out in Cali. So you met through a mutual friend and, and you've had a long distance relationship the entire time? Yep. Okay. Let me tell you something about long distance relationships. They're not real relationships. <laughs> intimacy is required to have a relationship you're like you're literally letting somebody control your life that you're not even able to have sex with dude, and, and 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 dude like i'm not trying to shame you i've done it i did it for a couple of years i did it like literally like in my 20s because i was plugged into comforting lies you do what's right that's what you got to do as a girl as a, a guy She's got to do what's right for her, right? She's going to make her choice. And then you got to do what's right. Listen to her. Comply. Don't go out with your friends, Mateus. I need to talk to you at 630 and you're not available for me. Banging her fist on the ground, throwing a hissy fit. Why would you, why would you allow that to happen? I was viewing a lot of like, I don't know, I think you call it Tradcon content, right? Like, you know, find a good girl, stick with her. It'll be fine. That kind of mentality, you know, kind of... um yeah, but I mean, you really can't time. even tell if a girl is good unless you've dated her for like a year and a half straight and you know everything about her, right? Like you've had chaos and trauma and stress applied to the relationship while you're together and you're not even together with this chick. She's like, she's like a avatar on your phone. <laughs> she's like a text message box amongst others on your phone. I should definitely have a conversation with her, yeah. Uh, about... I, I mean, dude, like, you know, you do what you feel is right for you, but at the end of the day, as you know, like you're calling me, the guy that wrote the book on this shit. Like yeah. I've, hey, listen, I've done a, a long distance relationship, and I can confidently say that was probably the biggest fucking waste of my twenties. And if I could go back and have a conversation with myself at twenty, one of the things I would do is I would beat the shit out of myself, saying, "No fucking long distance relationships, man." Gotcha. let myself have it right so again you know you do what you want but long distance relationships are not relationships relationships require intimacy there's no intimacy involved and on top of all of that you're making sacrifices 
being with this chick all the way across the country and letting her run your life and tell you what, what you can and can't do. That's not, that's not what an unplugged man does. An unplugged man does not let a woman run him. Thank you. For all right. Everything. You're welcome, my friend. Sometimes you got to hit him hard, man. And I hit him hard with love. Sorry, young man, you're not together. She's on the other side of the country. Go meet lo local women. Mm -hmm. uh, let's see what Axel's. Oh, uh, Jaron, I'll get you in a sec. I got Axel waiting. So just give me a minute, but I'll make sure I get you on. What's up, buddy? Hey, guys, how's it going? Uh, I got a, first thing I got to say is the show last week with Cobra Tate, freaking hilarious. I enjoyed every little bit of that. If you guys haven't <laughs> seen it before, you, you got to catch that, especially Mateus. You got to get this guy a watch. He's, uh, he's a good time. Uh, but to kind of really get into it, have a bit of a story that's uh, it's kind of related to these topics. It uh, puts, of, puts me off of marriage once again, just because it's kind of the thing that, things I see. And this really comes back to when... When you look at the, when you're looking at girls and just knowing how much of an influence their their friends can have, so for me, a bit of a backstory. Uh, way back in high school, I was dating this one girl. She was a bit of a, she was a year older than me, and uh, it's going okay for like a month and a little bit. At what point she completely 180s me and just you know just stops talking to me in high school. Like I'm hearing shit from her friends and from her and whatnot. Basically, just like complete cold shoulder and like being an absolute. Uh, well, I don't want to cuss, but, you know, not being unpleasant, so to speak. So, you know, things go from one, one, from one point to another. Grade 12 or whatever. She gets into a relationship with this other dude. And decade afterwards, like, this is maybe about two years she messaged me. This is back. And when this all happened, this is back in like 2001. So she messaged me a few years back on Instagram with this huge wall of text. And at this point in time, she's married. She has two kids. She's, uh, you know, she's grown up a little bit. She's got a bit of a thicker face. A dude that she got married with. This guy's got like a second chin going on too. I got a bit of one too, but you know, I'm working on gym to, to correct that. But you know, it just the stereotypical, stereotypical marriage that's that's happened. And she sends me this wall, this wall of text on IG, basically just coming back and apologizing. But kind of getting into it, she hits me with, "You're always far nicer to me." I'm sure you're confused at what happened, and I just want to know that it was all me. I really liked you. I really did. I thought we had a lot in common, and I had so much fun around you. I was a stupid teenager that couldn't handle the opinions of my friends, and I couldn't handle what people would think literally just because you were a grade lower than me. So I flaked, and I, I just bailed on being friends and everything. I'm sure none of this matters to you, and she goes on and on, and she's right. It's, it's, just, it's just hilarious to see how much of a role like your net your network can play around you and how much an influence they can have yeah so it's it's yeah you got you got to watch out for yourself guys and that's that's my my two cents today all right man thanks for sharing that yeah you guys will find that women from your past will often reach out to you as you level up and become better as a guy as you unplug as you you know as you do the work on yourself you make more money you've improved your life um with some stories or narrative like that. I mean, I've had that happen uh, at least a couple times where it's like, I was stupid. I was young. I don't know why I did this and that. And like, she's literally married with another man's kids under her wing. And she's trying to flirt with you. Like she's trying to like get into your books. It's, it happens. It happens, man. You know, never ceases to amaze. Uh, all right. Jaron, what's up, buddy? How you been? Have 
I have been doing well. How about yourself? Yeah, I'm I'm bummed I couldn't make that retreat over the weekend. I know you oh, mentioned dude, it. And I think are... I think Paul and a couple other guys went. Yeah, I, I like love that it. kind of stuff. You would yeah, love I, it. I'm, I'm into that stuff. It was it was a freaking hit, and the facilitator was phenomenal. I'm telling you, man, you would love it. I'll 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 definitely make sure that I save a spot for you when I do the next one. Yeah, yeah, sounds good. Yeah, I'm definitely into that kind of stuff. It's been a while since I've had a hero's journey. I'll do like microdosing because it's me and myself and maybe like a plus one. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, when it's a guided journey, it's it's a whole different experience. I, I definitely enjoy those. Yeah. So on the topic of uh, the friend groups, that got some stories going to my head because I'm so far into my transition that I forget about that. Like, oh God, I used to have all these problems. Um, and guys that follow you and that follow me, they know kind of my origin story more or less that uh in summation i ended up getting married to a really pretty colombian girl who uh once the green card game she came she was out uh started doing the oh i don't know we're just not working type thing and then i went to the marriage counseling of course she didn't join uh mm-hmm. eventually got to the well i don't feel safe around you i don't know where we're going and this should have been a a key indicator at the time so this girl was colombian she was latin so obviously they have large friend groups a lot of their friends are their family members uh women don't usually go out uh, unaccompanied unless there's male company in the groups all those kind of cultural things so i know at one point um we lived in the same town she she was no longer cohabitating with me and she invited me out to a nightclub with her and her girlfriends and uh some some of her male cousins so i'm like all right yeah cool i'll go i had a buddy in town too so like yeah i'll bring him out you know the the girls are all cute and they're fun and yeah i I didn't see my wife in a while uh, at that point uh well like a week or so uh, so we we went out and I noticed really quickly and I, I I remember making a comment to her I was like hey your your best friend seems really into me like she was really touchy and feely and I was like hey just want to let you know like there's nothing going on here um, turns out I, I found out way after the fact that uh, the best friend's little brother was actually banging my wife who she later ended up shacking up with and I think she pulled the same scam on him now so I, I always say like poor guy if you're ever watching reach out I'll let I'll, I'll let you I'll let you know what to do next because I've been down that road. Um, and but thinking back, I realized, wow, every single girl in that friend group covered for her. Um, they were all really nice to me, like, oh, Jaren, oh, it's so nice to see you and, you know, touchy feely and flirty. And and thinking back, I'm, uh, I'm thinking, I don't know if she was trying to get me like bait me into a situation where cheating could possibly occur, which I think that was likely an option um, because of pl- uh, plausible deniability on her part or for her to, to give her a reason to say, OK, yeah, now the marriage is definitely over. Um, oh, and by the way, I- I'm dating the younger brother, but. That entire night, and they invited me to many family events where it was the same large, very large Latin friend group for, for almost a year. No one said a single word to me, although everyone knew what was going on. I kind of suspected it, and when I brought it up, I always got from the friend group, I got the, oh, my God, you're insecure, you're jealous, uh, you, know, you shouldn't be a guy like that. And eventually, one of the cousins invited me out to beers. He's, beers. He's like, hey, bro, um, I can't sit on this any longer like she's been with this guy the entire time you guys have been married there's actually multiple guys in the situation did you guys live apart or did you live together we lived together at first and then once she got the green card she took off and went and lived with an aunt and uncle in town saying that oh uh there was a problem in our marriage she was banging the other guy yeah i I, I assume she was doing that the the whole time um Mm. there's a point where she had gone to miami prior to that where i had found out later like uh, obviously after we're already married uh found out later that she had taken some money of mine that I gave her to get us a place in Texas and took it to Miami. She went to ultra met up with the next boyfriend from Columbia and, <laughs> and swore that nothing happened. I heard the stories like, Oh, all my friends are hooking up and they're all doing drugs and they're all drunk. But me and, and in my head, I'm like, you're just sitting there. Like, you're just like, Oh, I'm having a terrible time because I don't partake in such activities. Like, well, no, hindsight's always 2020, but looking back, it's like, well, no, obviously, obviously yeah. you're a part of that environment. too. I've been to, I've been to plenty of music festivals. Like, 
we're we're all in that mindset. Um, but yeah, I've, hearing some of these stories, like don't do long distance relationships. Those never work. Um, if you catch her pulling away, obviously you need to be the one to always end interactions with women as guys. But uh, another one that I hadn't thought of in a while until this topic came up was uh, look at her friend group. Be really wary of them. Um, inevitably, especially if you're in like a long term relationship, you're going to end up in some sort of social environment where it's her and all of her girlfriends, whether you're picking her up from somewhere or there's there's a brunch and you're like, oh, shit, yeah, I'll come by or whatever. Um, and pay attention to them because I, I, I've seen it go both ways with the friends like they're all kind of wild. They're party girls. They're all drinkers. Um, they're all telling crazy stories. But when it comes to your girl, like, oh, she's an angel, like she's mm -hmm. the only angel in the group mm -hmm. or now I date girls where when I meet the friend group, like all of them are in long-term committed relationships. The girls are all in the guy's frame. Um, so I like seeing signs like that too, or I date more of kind of like, yeah, that's a green not, flag for sure. Yeah. Or not like, uh, I tell guys, um, like don't go for the girl who's awake at 3am, go for the girl who's up at 6am, who's out on the jogging trail with you. Um, mm -hmm. those girls like fit girls, they have friends that are usually healthier girls that are into wellness or any sort of that stuff. Like they'll get into some woo woo type philosophies, but normally you can find a better uh, quality there. And so, You'd yeah, rather want to deal with some woo-woo energy crystals than some bitchy Becky in her friend circle telling her that uh, she hates you because you walked across the room to get water. Yeah, that is absolutely ridiculous. Um, I I have had that happen before, though. Not not that situation. I've had I've had it where the roommates have like seen me naked before or something. I'm just like, oh, oh god. But um, that's why I say always look at the reaction of the friends, especially when you're meeting <coughs> a friend group for the first time their the friend's reaction towards you will tell you how the girl really feels about you and they'll cover for each other but you need to learn how to look through that stuff and i suppose that's my two cents from my uh, my personal origin story i'd forgotten all about that until this topic came up and uh, a lot of these guys are telling the same stories that we've all experienced as men so yeah look out for these things thanks bro I'll see you later yep, take care and uh jaren will be on with moff later on uh, the stereo app too by the way all right. Uh, so if you guys have a question or even a story to, to contribute on the, on this one, the link is uh, pinned at the top of the live chat on the YouTube channel. It says join in and ask a live question. It's got that blue highlight bar over it. You can click that. Uh, let's see what we got here. Tony, I see you in the waiting area. Uh, you'll understand why my cam is off because of my question. All right. Let's see what you got. Tony. Hey, Rich. Can you hear me? Yep. Cool. What do you got for me, bud? Uh, let's see. First time, the first time on your show, so thank you. Uh, I've got a quick and spicy one. Quick and so, spicy, okay. <laughs> so basically, this is, a, I guess, an LTR question. I'm 26, never been married, no kids, blah, blah, blah. I actually got a vasectomy when I was 20, 23. Uh, just don't want to, don't want to deal with any kind of baby trapping. Not for me. Long story short. So I've been in an LTR with a girl who's 20, hot, my type. I say, jump. She says, how high, you know? Mm -hmm. And, uh, I say, I'm going to be over there in 10 minutes. Going to stick it in your butt. She says, okay, I'll take a shower, get it all clean everything's great so sorry i've been i'm jogging right now so i just stopped long story short she kind of trapped me with if i can say this in a youtube friendly way just water it down chemical if you have warfare. i got she sort of trapped me 
as in if I left my SMB, it would be lower with the gift that keeps on giving. Okay. If you catch in what I'm putting so down. You got so an do STD. you think? Yep. Okay. She says she didn't know, blah, blah, blah. You know, I guess 70% of people that have it have it. Who knows? But uh, she's very endearing of me, so I assume maybe if she did know, tell me. Your audio is breaking up, man. Just back up like five seconds and say that again. Tony. TR work and stay out of the dating market. Tony, 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 your audio totally bro broke off. So back up five seconds and say that again. Basically, what I'm asking is, do you think I should stay in this LTR not and not concern myself with getting back in the dating market? Everything's fine. And if I left, my SMB would be lower because of the STD. Yeah, so she gave you an STD. Yeah. And so... I came around. from where? Like, who was she banging? Oh, I, we don't know. Well, it came from somewhere. Right. Uh, Do you know where it came from? I mean, I'm assuming she's had it for a long time. And she just never told you? I guess so. Well, it's up to you, my man. I mean, you know. Um, you think? Do you think the smart thing would be to just stick in it? Women aren't particularly honest, man. So it's not like you're going to get an honest answer if you ask her an honest question, you know, to something like this. You guys in the uh, in the live chat, why don't you why don't you help them out here? Let's give them some community consensus. Do you do you dump the girl that you got an STD from, or that you think you got from, or do you stay with her? All right. What is she, what are the guys? Because that make dating in the future. Well, I mean, you're going to limit your dating harder. options in the future if you got an STD, right? Right, because I'm not a piece of shit person. Obviously, I would tell whatever partner. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, your SMB is going to drop huge. Uh, she's gone. Can't trust her. I'd bounce. Get the hell out of there. Once a liar, always a habit. <laughs> I mean, like, where does it come from? It's called a sexually transmitted disease for a reason. I mean, you generally right. don't get it from sitting on a toilet that somebody else with a you know disease has, right? Especially if it's a no. female. Nope, direct anyway, contact. I've got anything for you on this one, man. This is like, right. um, you know, I'd be googling some shit on the internet, like how to uh, how to cure or minimize this thing. All right, I'll uh, thanks for your time, Rich, and I'll keep watching. All right, well, there's your feedback from the community, anyway. All right, see you, man. Um, bounce. Move on. She's a real piece of garbage. Don't trust her. Um, let's do Dave. What's up? Well, I was about two years into dating my wife, and I got the, you know, the friend introduction uh, with her. She was living in a dorm working at the Broadmoor in Colorado Springs. So she was an employee. She'd sold her tra house trailer, so she was living cheaply as best she could. And so we went to a movie and I was walking her back to the dorm and she pulled me in and introduced me to a couple of her friends. Mm -hmm. One, you know, one's reaction was, 
oh, I've heard a lot about you. That's you know, good. that was good. And I said, I hope it wasn't bad. And she said she was very positive. So that uh, that was reinforcing. And then she brought one of her. Uh, uh, I guess he walked kind of through the middle of everything. It was a gay guy who apparently uh, could see auras. And she told me later that, oh, he thought you had a really good aura. <laughs> so, so that's that was positive. And then, well, it sounds uh, like you got an endorsement from her friend and her gay friend. So, yep. And then, uh, and then she walked me back out to my car, and we stayed out there. I leaned against the door, and we snogged for twenty minutes. So, snot, snogged, snogged. What does that mean? Uh, kissed. That's an old timer term for kissed. Well, it's an English term. Snogging, snogging. Yeah, I've never heard snogging before. That's new. That's that was that was big in Harry Potter. Oh well, I didn't watch that either. Okay, but <laughs> we used to call it making out. Yeah, that's what Moff Moff's yeah. got there, right? Yeah, made out. Cool. <laughs> anyway, okay, so yeah. But uh, the thing that uh, that uh, I learned over over the long haul is that she's very discriminating about who she likes to hang out with. So she doesn't like these uh, social cliques, like you know, like the Girl Scout or Brownie mothers getting together and doing all the gossip stuff. So she likes to distance herself from that stuff because she, she considers it toxic, and she doesn't need that kind of trouble and agony either. So mm -hmm. she uh, she likes hanging with me, and that's that's good for the long haul. That's a good story, man. Like usually a good sign of a chick circle of friends is, is if you meet them, for, you know, for the first time and they are enthusiastic. I've heard a lot of good things about you. Oh, so this is, uh, this is Mr. Big or, you know, like whatever it happens to be, right? Like it's, yeah. it's, it's leaning into the positive, you know, direction. There's no frigidity or any of the other nonsense. So that's a, that's a very good point. Yep. All right, Dave, I'll let you get back to snogging your wife, bud. <laughs> it's gonna be later i'm i'm in that crypto class so all right get it on get it on buddy get it on all right uh let's see what else we got here i got rob bentley okay i got a few guys here in the waiting area so let's see if we can get through them rob what's up buddy hey rich how you doing good what do you got for me tonight uh so i'm uh pretty much done the six sixes done the work um pretty much set for for my life uh, I am relocating to a, a completely new place, uh, leaving my home country um, and setting up like my retirement plan pretty much. And doing that, I, I kind of I'm going to lose, obviously, all my group of guy friends. Um, so I just wondered if you've got any tips on like how you can from scratch rebuild like a good group of like uh, you where know, you're moving from and where you're going to uh, moving from the UK and moving to the Caribbean. Where about the Caribbean? Uh, an island called St. Lucia. Like what do you like to do for fun? Uh, so I do photography. Uh, I do uh, archery um, and a few other things. But those are the two two main hobbies. So I would probably get on Facebook and see if you can find a St. Lucia arch archery club. Okay. All right. You know, um, communities online are usually a good place to start. There's probably going to be something more local. I mean, the problem with Facebook is it's kind of shit. I mean, the people that use it on a frequent basis aren't generally like, I, I'm speaking from my own perspective. It's not generally the people that I want to, you know, mingle with, you know, sort of thing. Right. Mm. Um, so, I mean, I would just lean into some of your personal hobbies over there and maybe try to explore some new ones that you haven't touched yet. I mean, if you like motor yachting or sailing or scuba diving, whatever, you know, uh, yeah. snorkeling, spearfishing, like just 
just get in, just get out there and just get into it and, you know, tuck in and see what comes out of it. I'm, I'm sure you'll find some friendships. I mean, all of the best friendships that I've ever had came out of passions that I was already interested in. When I like motorcycling, that's, I made a bunch of great friends there. Even, even when I was a dork playing World of Warcraft, right? Like I made some friends there too, right? So just kind of like lean into the stuff that you enjoy doing and just find more people that are into it. And that's really all that you got to do is just spend more time with them and get rid of the people that are losers. Obviously, you know, you find people are uh, toxic, you know, that they're anchors, then you just stop replying to them. You know, the people that are obviously the better ones, you spend some more time with them if you possibly yeah. can. Cool. Appreciate it. Thanks very All right. much. Thanks, Thanks. man. See ya. All right. Let's see what we got in the private chat here. Uh, Bentley, Justin, uh, what do you guys got for me? Bentley uh, sent an email doing the work. Uh, Justin says, a couple months from divorce. Oh, we got a divorced. We got a divorce story. Right, let's see if we can give Justin a hand here. I'll get to you in a sec, Bentley. All right. What do you got for me, buddy? You're getting divorced? Untying the knot, you're muted. You're muted. Just hit the mute button at the bottom there. Here, I'll do it for you. Oh, I can't unmute you. You've got to do it. It's on the bottom, right at the bottom where it says mute. And three, two, one. All right, I'll let you figure that out once I see the line not through the microphone. I'll pull you back in. Bentley, what's up, buddy? Hey, can you hear me? Yeah. All right. So I'm about six years out from a divorce. Uh, kind of got my ass handed to me to say the least. Um, mm -hmm. <clears throat> uh, walked away with maybe 20% of what I was worth at the time. So uh, worked my butt off, cleaned up all the debt that I had to leave the divorce with, um, put myself in a pretty good situation, uh, debt-free, um, uh, making six figures a year. Uh, life was working pretty good. Um, that's, unfortunately, a, that's, a pretty, that's a pretty big change, man. Is that, is that you there on the left? That's dead serious, man. 63 days, 42 pounds. Wow. So anybody that's who says crazy. it can't be done, kiss my ass. Thank you. If you're willing to do the work, it'll work. Yeah. Uh, and I look better than that now. Uh, I was, I made, uh, made 200 pounds um, for New Year's. That was my goal starting October 30th. And I'm um, now, I got down to 172. There's a second picture there. Uh, yep. And that was at 10% body fat. And uh, I kind of went on a bulking program here this winter. So I'm a little more fat. I'm up around 18%, but I'm 190 pounds right now. So I should cut down to about 175, 178, around 10%. So, Good work, man. Uh, Good. All right. So uh, what's the stuff. question tonight? Uh, or is experience share? Uh, experience share as much as anything. Um, okay. So, you know, uh, do the work uh, and you'll meet quality women. Um, life just sort of comes from that. Uh, make yourself happy, your own mental part of boards and all that sort of stuff. Um, like I said, I, I cleaned up my debt, did my stuff, uh, got myself in a really good situation. Um, live really cheap, kind of like Aaron Co uh, Clary. Um, bit That's of a Aaron Cooper. Um, Aaron Cooper, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Call him that next time in his chat. Hey, what's up, Aaron? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, Unfortunately, like uh, my business is, I'm a, I'm a heavy, very specialized uh, heavy haul, long haul truck driver. Uh, unfortunately, I come down with a medical condition and I can no longer drive. I can't pass a medical. So uh, I've been off work for about nine months right now. Um, uh, trying to build an e-commerce business, uh, getting started on that, you know, just launching it. So um, 
because of that, I'm very much minding my P's and Q's because I'm living on my savings uh, that I managed to put away. Uh, so, yeah, after the divorce, like I said, paid everything off, put about just about $200,000 cash away. So I'm living on that, building this business off of that and building it with cash, not credit. So uh, being very conservative and, and slow at it. But I guess uh, any kind of tips with that? Um, I know we're uh, this one's about women uh, or what to do with girlfriends, friends. Uh, I'm dating a woman. Um, have been for about 19 months now. Uh, it's pretty good, pretty decent relationship. Uh, some of you guys will be uh, uh, down on it. She is the same age as I am. Uh, I'm going to be 50 in a month and a half. Uh, so, but she's a uh, she's very very active, fun loving, fit 50. Like we'll go on a 25 kilometer hike and she'll kick my ass. So she's in very good shape. She does not mm-hmm. look her age, but very good woman. Uh, she's not really in red flags uh she's debt free you know uh all that sort of stuff her home blah 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 so um pretty good that way uh very attractive um so i guess uh you know any tips or guidance from there based on where i'm at and what i put myself in for a situation don't get married uh, don't live together no <laughs> that ain't gonna happen you been, been there done that walked away and you've already been married and been you married. should know that girlfriends are better than wives so Absolutely. Don't complicate your life unnecessarily. The other thing I would say is if you're not on my email list and I put the ticker down there, get on my email list because I'm going to be offering I am on your email course. list. I've read your book. Um, awesome. I bought a 10 pack. I still got oh, five great. left. I'm going away to people who need them. Pass them out. So, Thank you. Um, yeah. Because I'm going to be putting out a uh, course on uh, the, what I'm going to call the School of Entrepreneurship. So for those of you cool. that watch my channel that want to learn how to make money and how to have the mindset of a winner and an entrepreneur, um, that'll be out very soon. And if you're on my email list again, below, um, I'm going to pre-sell it to the email list and offer you the biggest discount. So when I offer to the public on the channel, the price okay. will be higher. So make sure you're on the list. So you get the early bird price. I am on the list. Thank you very much. That'd be awesome. All right, but see you. Okay, awesome. Dude, that, that guy lost a ton of weight. That was, that was a pretty impressive uh, transformation. All right, uh, Justin, you got your mic working, it looks like. What's up, buddy? Yep, got the mic working. Can you hear me? Okay. Yep. All right, so <clears throat> just to give a little backstory to my situation, I probably read, ran past every red flag out there early on um, in my relationship. When I was in high school, I was severely overweight and didn't have any luck with girls and then started to work in the professional world, lost weight doing a job. Mm -hmm. Um, and then met a single mom, got hooked up with her, um, got married to her. We've been married for the last four years. And, uh, how many kids does she have when you met her? Just one. Did you guys have any together? No, no. And we were trying the entire time and well before we even got married. But unfortunately, just nothing happening. Um, I actually went and got tested, and I'm, I'm fine. So maybe it's a blessing in disguise. But <clears throat> after, right after we got married, um, she fell into the deep depression, or at least she claims that, and she became an alcoholic, and like to the point where she was storing uh, liquor bottles in her car, I didn't even know this. Um, and then she threw herself into a rehab. I kind of thought it was a cry for attention. Mm-hmm. Um, but when she came out, she was just 
she was just this completely changed woman, um, you know, just very demanding, um, kind of very bossing me around, didn't like me hanging out with friends. Um, I was really starting to grow in my career. Mm -hmm. um, I'm a building engineer. Um, and, but she just, the love has died. And then she just basically says, oh, I'm unhappy. I'm going to, we're going to file for divorce. Mm -hmm. And, but right now we're both financially broken because she threw all of our finances um, into the drain. That was kind of what she spent it all on. Um, honestly, I don't know. Uh, clothes, makeup, things for the house, for the kid, um, for the dogs. Did but, she work or was she not working? Yeah, she works. She's, she's full time. She works in the medical field. So she spent her money and your money and you have nothing yep. to show for it except for some nothing handbags and some makeup. It. Exactly. Okay. So what's the ask here? So you're getting divorced? Uh, getting divorced, uh, divorce gets finalized in about two months. Mm -hmm. And basically I'm just, you know, I've lost a bunch of weight in the last two years, kind of drop, drop my weight by about 50 pounds. I've been able to maintain 195, 215, mm -hmm. um, for the last two years. But other than that, I just, you know, I'm not really sure where to go, you know, what to do exactly with with all this information, I mean, there's endless information out there on the internet. It's easy to get lost in it, but just how old are you? Um, 32. Okay. And what does your life look like in three years? If you could paint a picture, uh, three years, I hope to be in a manager position at my job right now. I'm a middle manager. Um, would hope to be looking at possibly buying some property, mm -hmm. making some bigger investments. Um, and then really just being in shape. I don't want to, don't want to ask you about the stuff that you were consuming on the internet. So what sort of stuff are you consuming that you're questioning? Um, I mean, I, I don't really question a lot of it. I, I, I think I can, I consume smartly. I don't, I don't overindulge, you know, I'm not looking at any of the red pill content creators, like a Messiah, you know, like everybody's going to have an answer to this. Mm -hmm. uh, I understand every man's journey is different, but it's, it's hard to be in this mindset, you know, and, and be able to see the flaws in the system and really not be able to do too much about it. You know, well, I mean, one of the things you asked, so, so I just want to back up because one of the things that you asked, you said something along the lines of, you know, I want to know where to spend my time, you know, consuming content or what content not to consume. So I just wanted to go back to that. So where did that come from? Like, what are you watching? Like, what are you consuming? Um, for the most part, um, I will watch YouTube, but I do a lot of, uh, educational stuff. Like I'll watch a lot of content that pertains to my work mm -hmm. in electrical engineering. Um, I'll watch a little bit of the red pill content creators, watch the mechanics, you know, doing some restoration stuff. But other than that, um, most of my time is spent at work or doing projects around the house. I do a lot of work on cars in my free mm -hmm. time. Okay, but what about like the stuff with women in your life? Because I mean, you made a bad bad choice once, right? Yeah, I definitely did. Um, you know, I right now there's no there's no real emphasis on spending time with women because I still live with my current wife mm -hmm. until the divorce is finalized. Oh, she sure, by the way, house. Uh, she's the same age as me. She's Are you going to be on the hook for support for her kid? Uh, no. 
she's she's not she's not going after me for that thank god okay you're lucky there yeah um dude just 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 untie the knot you know get your head screwed on properly right and just don't expose yourself to problem women in the future um i mean a woman that's gonna be i mean like you said she turned in an alcoholic and went all depressed right yeah okay i mean if if you're a good dude you're a solid dude she's in your frame why would she get depressed like why would she turn alcohol like why would she do things like that right right no honestly back back then in the relationship you know i i kind of i found red i found rollo's blog um about two months before my wedding um didn't didn't find anything on youtube didn't even know of you know any of you guys making content on youtube and just read through like for all the best of years like well like all the way up until like basically my like the day of my wedding mm-hmm. um and i tried not to let it leave a sour taste in my mouth because i saw i saw myself in a lot of these articles and like basically how i was setting myself up for failure right but you before, did it anyway. yeah right before saying i do mm-hmm. um and I, I had, you know, punishment. I had, I had the gut, I had the worst gut feeling, you, you know, when it happened. You saw the building; it had slaughterhouse written on the front of it. Yeah. All right, and then it had like an entrance that said, "Hey, Justin, enter here." Mm-hmm. Like you knew exactly what you were walking into, but you walked into it anyway, right? So yeah. now you've, you know, paid the price with some time and some money and some, you know, some sanity. You probably have a little bit of bitterness, you know, through the whole thing. Cool. A little bit now it's time to be better right now it's time to you know now that you can cut that anchor loose you know run the sails up let them fill with wind and then move on to your next passage and you know sail on to you know fairer waters right like you're in a a swamp right with this one you're in a nasty ass moldy swamp right it's yeah it's been it's been murky the last couple of years yeah so just get your ass out of there and you know sail onto the caribbean where it's like kool-aid colored water and things are better and women are hot and pretty and you know they're 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 nice to be around right yeah so don't rush into doing anything stupid like you did before like that should be the biggest lesson here is you know a lot of guys will say something you know along the lines of how can Rich Cooper give you advice on women? He's divorced. Blah 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 blah. The very reason that I'm able to dispense the, the knowledge that I have is because I've made stupid mistakes in my life, right? I've 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 made a number of them, right? So you just have to like you know take it on the chin. There's a silver lining. Move past it and just become a better version of yourself. See what I'm saying? Yeah, I appreciate it. All right. All right. Thank you. All right, man. Take care. Fuck, I hate it when guys make that call, right? I'm getting divorced from a single mom. I'm just like, okay, how bad is this one going to be? We've seen some bad ones, though. Um, all right, let's see what we got here. Oh, yeah, this is this is, this is is a good one today. My boy's going to get some good clips out of this one. Yeah, if you guys aren't subscribed to the Clips channel, just Rich Cooper Clips, it's... Um, more digestible because he because he just finds the best stuff and puts it out on there. Um, all right, so on the wrap up, let's uh, go through some of the banners. We have Grandike soap. 
right here, uh, just over my shoulder. It's been around for a few years as a channel sponsor. Handmade pheromone infused soaps. They have a new lineup. These ones smell amazing. Go check them out. They have beard oils, pheromone sticks, all the good stuff. Uh, just go to coopersoap.com or there's always a link pinned in the top of all the videos with that info. Um, I'm actually, some people have asked about fulfillment on the, um, on the supplement line that's just over my shoulder as well. Um, so if you're in Canada, the UK, pretty much anywhere else in the world, I've got a new fulfillment center that's going to take care of uh, the supplement line. So you can go to the website uh, probably in about, I'm going to say three weeks just to, cause I like to under promise and over deliver. So if we get it done sooner, that's even better. Um, but we're going to be moving to a new fulfillment center that will ship worldwide. So you'll be able to access that stuff um, from other countries now. So keep an eye out open for that. Um, what else do I got going on this week? Uh, I got a super booked week, had a very productive weekend. So I might take this Thursday off. I'm not sure for the plane to win podcast, but I've got a few recorded items uh, that'll be out on the channel. So make sure you uh, hit the notification bell. And again, if you want to hang out with uh, Moff and Jaron, head over to the stereo app and just search for Moff, M-O-F-F. And uh, they do a, do a post show, a post show analysis of the unplugged alpha. All right. We'll see you guys next time. Have an awesome